Welcome, sports fans, to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Ascension Providence, Barnett Contracting, Helberg Barbecue, Myatt Fuels, Schmalch's Sandwich Shop, Versalift Southwest Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. Audience Matt Mosley, the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. And um, great job by John Morris. Always love getting to visit with John. Aaron Sexton alongside, as always. And then, of course, we're getting a little closer to the happy hour. People start showing up at the Anytime Bar and Grill up here, right here at the uh, all the Baylor Club. Everything's going well over there. We got a couple of uh, tables, a couple of seats still open up there, and uh, the excitement is starting to build. I'm uh, I'm kind of anxious to see what they put out. They always put out some amazing food. That happens oh about 4:30 or uh, five, and um, I uh, I'm always kind of in the in the hunt for a little a little shrimp, and um, we'll see we'll see what kind of what comes out uh, today. We got a lot of uh, interesting stuff lined up for you. Uh, at 4.20 today, Joseph Hoyt, Joe Hoyt for the Dallas Morning News. And there's just some really interesting stuff happening with the Pac-12 today, uh, with SMU. I, I'm, I'm excited to kind of talk to him and see because SMU's involved. I mean, it really seems to be headed that way. And he wrote a story today that got my attention about SMU and recruiting. And I'm I'm kind of I'm liking what SMU's trying to do. We'll see what the Pac-12 is even going to look like. But I that I like Joe, and of course I've spent many years with the Dallas Morning News, and so I like uh, checking in with them. And this involves the Pac-12. Now, Aaron, did you have you spent any time on the podcast that we were listening to yesterday on the show? Did you check out any of Wilner? I'm I'm told. I'm told they had your mark on and didn't really didn't get hot and heavy into the whole Pac-12 angle, which was uh, fascinating to me. Um, Aaron, have you listened to any more of that podcast? Because that was uh, that was interesting to me. John Wilner and John Canzano, as they they got with uh, with the commissioner. And by the way, that's prompted me. I've now reached out to the uh, Big Twelve to try to get Brett Yormark on. I mean, my gosh, if he's going to be doing Pac-12 podcast, Aaron, <laughs> right? he should be on our show, for goodness sakes. He should be on ESPN Central Texas, the flagship of Baylor Athletics. Give me a break. Get on here, Brett. Uh, Aaron, have you heard any more, and did anything catch your ear in terms of what was said yesterday? Um, I'm still in the, I've been in the process of, of reading about it. I haven't had a chance to listen to it All yet, right. but um... – I'm still surprised that that he went on there and that it was apparently not as not really contentious, considering everything that those two have wrote and said about the Big Twelve. Yeah, yeah boy, they've written some, uh, it, yeah, interesting things. And I, I, you know, but but your Mark's a cool. He's a calm guy. He's gonna everything they've written. I mean, he's just uh, he's just fine with it, and I and everything is is okay in that regard. Um, Aaron, news breaking uh, across. We we lost uh, 
We lost Tim McCarver today. I saw that, saw the news go out, and uh, what an incredible uh, player he was. And then, of course, for our generation, Aaron was known as a broadcaster, Tim McCarver, uh, all those years. And, and uh, I remember seeing him when I was a kid at spring training and then watching my dad be like, you know, like a little kid. Oh, my gosh, there's, there's Tim McCarver. There was always something about him as a broadcaster. I liked his voice. I like what he brought. I like the way he saw a game. Um, I think the position he played, obviously, just sort of uh, over the years, just gave him that perspective. And uh, he caught Bob Gibson uh, with the uh, with with St. Louis back in the day. And uh, yeah, four four ten. Uh, we'll we'll have Lakin on here. Get going here in a few minutes, and that'll be uh, that'll be great. It's good to good to see her. Uh, and um, I tell you, the uh, McCarver, Tim McCarver, and uh, was in card, you know, played for the Cardinals in the '60s, and uh, and then was a Philadelphia Phillies teammate in the uh, in the 1970s. And so uh, that's a tough one for, uh, um, I mean, you know, for anybody connected to the uh, the Cardinals organization, including, you know, uh, oh man, the great Buck. The great, you know, you know, we think about uh, the Buck family and their connection over the years. Uh, so Tim McCarver, uh, we lost him today at age 81. Now, as we speak, watching this uh, Genesis Invitational and uh, Roy McElroy off to a decent start. He's one under. Aaron, I... I am, uh, you know, the other day, I don't even want to ask you about Tiger because you broke the news to me that you weren't a Michael Jordan fan really the other day, and that hurt my heart to even hear that somebody from our age bracket could not be an MJ fan. So it, I, I fear that you might not be a Tiger fan either. So I'm, I don't even want you to, to weigh in with you where, where your fandom <laughs> is, and I don't know what it has to do with, but uh, for anybody that loves golf, and uh, has been brought up on it. He's been a part of our lives forever. Now it's not finishing Baylor. Tiger was doing his thing. And by the way, he just put one tight. They play this thing, Genesis, I believe, at the Riviera every year. Uh, they're in Los Angeles. Of course, he's from Southern California. And on eight, he's just put one tight. And uh, he's going to try to get to one under. And he's playing with Justin Thomas and Rory McElroy. And he's playing with those Poana greens that uh, are famous in uh, – Los Angeles, those things are move a little slower than uh, we're used to with the bent grass around here and even in Florida. But uh, it's really, really fun to watch this and to see him out there. And i got to say, even another year removed from that accident, he is moving better, still just a little bit ginger when he moves around. And you especially see it when he bends down to get the ball out of the hole. But he just fired one from about, I don't know, let's call it about 140, and he stuck it to within two, three feet. And uh, it, is a, it is a pleasure to get to watch him, and we'll uh, continue to monitor. Aaron, you at least acknowledge his greatness, don't you? I mean, even if you don't like him personally, the uh, the greatest player uh, to ever play. And I know people will say, well, Jack Nicholas. what about Jack Nicholas? I don't know. Maybe so. Maybe you can make an argument there. But uh, it is fun, and it's still, when he's in a tournament, it just means a lot more, and it's a huge thing. Now, we are at the Baylor Club today. Lakin, 
Hit your number. Hit that number four. No, right down there. Oh, yeah. Tom Barfield always on the scene. Our fearless program director. <laughs> Lakin, move that just a little closer. No, no, no. You're, you're up. Mike here. Move it a little closer to your mouth here because I want to be able to hear you. Can you hear La- me? Yeah, Lakin. It's, uh, yeah, I can. I can totally hear you. It's good to see you. You've got the calendar over here in front of you. This is a fun time of year. We've got basketball going on. Bears are at Kansas. Uh, the women are home Saturday. But, Lakin, the schedule here, I would expect maybe at some point you all would have like a slow period, but that doesn't <laughs> seem to be the case. I'm looking at the February calendar, and there's a lot of mixology kind of stuff. I noticed I didn't hear uh, John Morris mentioning a lot of the mixology. Uh, we do have family pasta night coming up. Um, well, we've already had that, hadn't we? Okay, that was on the fifth. Man, I'm a big pasta guy. That that would that yeah, would... that's a that's a member favorite. We had that okay. before COVID, and we yeah. were we heard a lot about bringing that back. So um, we do it monthly. All right, and then National Chili Day. When does that fall on? Okay, right Looks there. Looks like that is next Thursday. Okay, next Thursday. And I don't know if you know, but Mike, our GM, has a famous chili recipe. So um, it's actually called Mike's Chili here in the restaurant. Now let's let's be honest. He knows someone, Mike, <laughs> that knows how to make chili. Let's not act like uh, uh, Mike it's his, yeah. <laughs> has like a secret recipe or something like that. But uh, this is uh, it's a lot of fun. And then uh, now, what was the uh, Valentine's Day like, by the way? Here, I guess today is like the 16th, so we're about two two days removed. Was mm-hmm. did you have a nice uh, showing and was? was love in the air here at the Baylor Club. For sure. It definitely was. We called it the weekend of love, so we actually had a couple of different <laughs> options. <laughs> we had a date night on Friday and Saturday night, so just an, an option for couples to come in and do kind of like a split meal. Uh, we had our Valentine's brunch on Sunday. Yeah. So brunch, as you know, is very popular in the club. We celebrate major holidays with brunch, and we do that once a month. During football season, we actually do brunch after every home game. So um, Valentine's brunch was Sunday, and then... Yeah. Um, Tuesday night, so on Valentine's, we have a dinner. And it's one of our most uh, elevated events, really well attended. I think we did over 150 people here for Valentine's dinner. Um, so one of our uh, traditional yeah. elevated dinner experiences that we offer here in the club. So, yeah, it was a, a lot of uh, a lot of, of love yeah. <laughs> at the Baylor Club this last weekend. I like how you put that, the elevated experience. I, I don't always go to places that are that elevated. <laughs> But it's nice to be here. And speaking of chili, I walked in, and one of my favorite people up front, they were working on, they had gotten, they had secured some chili. Okay. And it was their first time to try the chili here, and they were very excited about that. I do like some of the post, uh, the basketball post game. Um, I, I noticed 25th, I'll be here for the Texas game, and I think there's going to be uh, a post game meal that takes place. I believe that is a. 1 p.m. tip-off. I was just talking about you. Uh, a 1 p.m. tip-off. And so I would imagine people will start filtering over here, I don't know, 4 or 5 o'clock. And then that'll be uh, – but that'll be kind of fun. Yeah, to, for sure, because I actually that think crowd. that's going to be a doubleheader. So I think the women are going to play okay. after the men. Um, so we're going to try to accommodate those that are – Want to step out and grab some food or um, after the men's game? Yeah, we'll definitely have an option for people to dine here in the club. Okay, Lakin, tell me about um, what's going on with your memberships. Yeah, I yeah. know in the past the, the Matt Mosley special has really <laughs> been an aggressive popular. plan that people, yes, people have been very popular. But what are you guys uh, doing on the membership front? And 
And, you know, because obviously you got to take care of your current members, but it's always kind of fun to grow and offer some new membership. So where are you yeah, in all that? For sure. So right now we are in the middle or really towards the end of a reinstatement campaign. So we are reaching out to members um, that joined us at some point in our almost nine years now um, and have left the club for whatever reason. We're offering them and inviting them back to the club. Um, they can reinstate their membership at a $0 initiation fee. Okay. Yeah. So they um, basically enroll. We put them back as members into the club, and then they just pick up their dues the following month. Okay. You have connections, I know, to the football program. <laughs> and I did see the announcement go out officially today. April 22nd is is going to be the spring game. Yes. So we actually have that, and I'm sure you guys have been tipped off. <laughs> I don't uh, know about that. You're very connected to the program. I may have been tipped off, but I was, you know, I was yeah. a good boy and kind of held off on, on throwing that out. Now, uh, my fraternity will be in the house, by the way, okay. that night. The Fijis, I okay. think we are got one of your rooms booked. Okay. Yeah, so the uh, pig dinner, we call it. It's alumni pig dinner. The uh, oldest member kisses the snout of the pig. We roast, okay, y'all yes. roast the pig yes, for us. I've that's my this. fraternity. Okay. We're the Fijis. Wow. And the okay. youngest member that's present. Kissing. Has to kiss the the rear of the um, of the pig, and then we we may have a member of the Baylor coaching football coaching staff as a speaker, and I haven't oh. I'm working on that. Okay. I have not fa- finalized that, but this would be someone you would be you know you would be you would know pretty okay. well, yeah. and uh, so that would be kind of exciting. So all of that coming up, and um, so it's going to be a lot of fun. April twenty second, yeah. there's like a Baylor alumni. Barbecue cook-off that happens kind of outside the stadium. And then I'm sure you guys will have things going on Absolutely. that day. I usually, I think I remember on that day having like a Baylor uh, Bear Foundation meeting that kind of takes place here or yep. a gathering and then you all have a bunch of great food that time. Yeah, of thing. absolutely. The spring game is actually really exciting for us in a way because our members can, um, we treat it kind of like a social event. So our members who don't normally have access to the club on game day have access to the club during the spring game. If they so choose. Okay. Yeah. So membership here in the club does not grant you access in here during the game in the fall. Mm-hmm. Um, but we are able to do that for the spring game. So in a lot of ways, our members look forward to the spring game because they get to be in here and be part of the you know game day yeah. atmosphere. Yeah. Well, and you'll have some, some seating outside, right. and so they might even be able to kind of hang out there and oh, yeah. see some of the game, right? Correct. Yep. Absolutely. Um, yeah. I hope you'll be here to maybe explain some of what we're seeing because <laughs> sometimes a spring game, you know, it's yeah. like, wait, yeah. And mm-hmm. it, even if the offense looks great, it's always good news, bad news. You know, right. it's like, well, the, you can never win defense. in a scrimmage. You know, it's so hard. It's like you want to, you know, do really well on both sides of the ball. So, yeah, that's yeah. always tough. All right, Lakin, tell us real quick, what, what's the best way to reach out if, yeah. if people want to get involved or maybe thinking about a membership? Uh, what's the best way? Is it the website or give the number, whatever you want to do? Uh, best way, I would say, is give us a call. We love, okay. I would love to have conversation with you on the phone. Obviously, if you go to our website and you put an inquiry for membership, I'll call you anyways. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, so either way works, but if you just call our main line and speak with Chanel, she'll point you in the right direction and send you down to me or my uh, my direct line is the same as the club. It's just 8082 at Eight, the okay. end. Okay. All yeah, right. So 254-710-8082 uh-huh. is me. 8082. All right, Lakin, thank you yeah, very so much, and thank you for having us today. Thanks so much for being here. And I like the new... Uh, you like the it? The rearview uh, uh, projection camera. Mm-hmm. That seems to be a new touch. Yeah, you should be in here um, after football games when we win, we change it. And so there's a special message up there after we win home football games. Okay. So you got to 
catch that during football season. What about like ESPN Central Texas? Oh, would maybe we could work something out. Be yeah. a way to maybe get that up there. Okay. I think so. Okay. I don't know we if you'll take special that. requests or not. <laughs> We'll work on it. Yeah, Lakin, I appreciate it. Yes, sir. Thanks yeah. so much. There she goes, Lakin, membership director here, and uh, always enjoy uh, catching up with her. Next, it is the Dallas Morning News. Uh, Joseph Hoyt has some news on the Pac-12 and how SMU may fit into the Pac-12. This interests me greatly. We'll discuss it next. Recently on Game Time, let's welcome into the program Jim Hallard. Think about the difference in this team right now in the team that started 0-3 in the Big 12. This coaching staff has done a marvelous job bringing this team along and with everyday John back in the lineup, it's a whole new dynamic. This team is capable of making it to the Final Four, but unfortunately, there's about five other teams in the Big 12 that are in the same boat. Game Time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Enjoy one-of-a-kind luxury and lounge at the Baylor Club, located in the heart of McLean Stadium. This elite club offers a five-star member atmosphere for all your work and play needs with a master culinary team and outstanding hospitality. Weddings, milestones, business, and birthdays, a stadium roaring with bear spirit featuring stunning city skyline views. Baylor Club truly has it all. For interest in membership or your next private event, call 254 710 Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? No, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at syntechsportsfan.com. Maya Fuel should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas owned and operated, independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for their great pricing and quickest delivery, they also offer non-fee contract fuel. Call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107 or find them at myatfuels.net. That's myatfuels.net. From the first workout to the last practice, sports is an incredible and rewarding challenge. Hi, everyone. This is Dan Ingham with the First National Bank of Central Texas, and we're proud to support each athlete, every parent, and our educators. From families, small businesses, to the biggest industry, we're here to help. With remarkable products like mortgage lending, we've got banking ideas that fuel big dreams. The First National Bank of Central Texas, familiar faces making local decisions. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. 
Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz. A combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixings. They welcome phone-in orders at their Town West or Downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Baylor women continue their slide, losing to Kansas State 87 to 68. It's the first three-game conference slide since 2000-2001 season for the Baylor women. Other games in the Big 12 last night, OU over Texas Tech 84 to 57 and West Virginia over Kansas 62 to 60. Dallas Mavericks were upended by the Nuggets last night 118 to 109. Mavs are off through the All-Star break. Former NFL coach Ken Wisenhunt has joined Alabama's football staff as a special assistant to Nick Saban. Baylor football has set its annual green and gold spring game for Saturday, April 22nd at McLean Stadium. Kickoff time will be set at a later date. The game will air on ESPN+. Round two of the girls' UIL state tournament tonight. La Vega, Lady Pirates, and Houston Yates in Bryan. 7-15 tip-off. And you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas following the Baylor Coaches Show. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Watch Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas, live from the Baylor Club, hard by the Brazos River. And um, talking to Joseph Hoyt from the Dallas Morning News now on the Matt Mosley Show. Joe, have you confirmed that that was the Pac-12 commissioner at that uh, basketball game a couple of weeks ago? I love how y'all had great, you know, pictures of him, morning news photos and it was kind of like SMU would not respond they would not uh, confirm but uh, I believe that was the Pac-12 commissioner at the SMU game Joe isn't it interesting if there's excitement around that but there's also a lot of weirdness coming out of the Pac-12 right now are you uh, how are you sort of uh, taking in all this I guess the SMU people are, are just excited to sort of be station aren't they yeah, they definitely are, even if that means um, hoping that George Klyovkov was actually there. I mean, I talked to a lot of fans who, you know, we, me and the athletic, Chris Vanini from the athletic, were out there looking for George Klyovkov because it was one of those things where we knew he was there, but where was he? And we had to confirm it, obviously. So we're walking around the entire Moody Coliseum <laughs> looking, and I had multiple SMU fans coming up to me. It's like, hey, if you're looking for George Klyovkov, he's right down there. And they point to a random guy on the baseline. And I'm like, I hate to break it to you, but that's not George Klyovkov. Uh, so I think they're, they're excited. Um, you know, there's a, there, there was a, a vibe at that basketball game, even though, you know, it wasn't fully attended. But those who were there were, you know, wearing Pac-12 stuff. You know, they, were, they wanted to almost look at it as a coronation of some sorts. And obviously there's still more things to be sorted out before anything gets done. But um, I think SMU fans are excited about the possibility of heading west. What do you think, though, when you see all this Pac-12 media news, um, CBS out of the running, only ESPN, and maybe some of the streamers? I mean, it's one of those weird things. You you want to be in a Power 5 conference, but you kind of hate the fact that it, the, that that conference seems to be in peril right now, and there's just not that much excitement around it. Um, I, I guess that doesn't matter that much, does it, to SMU fans? It's kind of like, I, as long as it's Power 5, we want it. 
But but the sad thing is, I mean, American Athletic Conference has been pretty, you know, been a, a pretty strong conference. Obviously, the Big Twelve wanted teams from there, so it is kind of weird to be yearning for a different conference, even while that conference has a lot of uh, at least sort of negative PR happening. Uh, do you think? Do you think? You know, almost SMU people have some kind of mixed emotions right now uh, surrounding all of this as it swirls. I don't know if mixed emotions is the right way to characterize it, but I think that there is excitement with a little bit of risk um, mm-hmm. because SMU fans have been here before. They they thought going to the Big East was going to be that big step that you know would take them to you know feeling like a Power Five conference, and ultimately we saw what happened there. That dissolved and turned into the American, and, and SMU was kind of back at square one. I mean, there's fear that SMU is going to join the Pac-12, and then the four corner schools are going to end up in the Big 12. And it's like, oh, no, we just joined a sinking ship. Um, but, you know, ultimately, if you do, if you still go to the Pac-12 and you lose the Arizona schools, Colorado and Utah, you know, I, it's still some pretty good competition there. It's obviously some brand recognition. But I think SMU right now, if they're having to debate, you know, one thing, it's, hey, do we want to spend a lot of money to get into the Pac-12 up front with the risk that this Pac-12 is going to dilute in value immediately? It's kind of like – you know, investing in a car and then driving off the lot and like, uh oh, this is not the car I wanted, and now I can't take it back. Um, but I think there is a lot of excitement about the possibility, even though the Pac-12 does have some drama. I think anytime a conference puts out a "Hey, everything's fine" statement, it's not good news. Um, <laughs> so we'll uh, we'll see what happens there with the, the TV rights deal, which the Pac-12 has said is coming quote very soon. Did you ever get close to talking to Joseph, Joseph Hoyt for the Dallas Morning News uh, as you were pursuing uh, Klavkov, uh, the uh, the commissioner, and you finally kind of, you know, obviously people got photos of him. You confirmed that is indeed George. Like, what was the – I mean, I know you're an intrepid reporter. You like to kind of get, uh, you know, in there and mix it up and get as close as you can. Was there kind of security? Did you ever kind of get close in the uh, – to the suite that he was in. I mean, that had to be kind of an interesting uh, deal as you kind of walked around. I mean, it's not that huge of an arena. So it's not like, oh, my gosh, he's in this massive place. You you were getting reports he was in there. What was the what was the closest you came to actually maybe being able to, to shout a question at him? Yeah, it was one of those things where, you know, you know if you talk to him, you wonder what he would even say. Um, yeah. But, you know, we obviously wanted to confirm he was there. So I, the closest I do get from a literal perspective was I walked up to the section right below his suite and was about 10 rows below him. And I was looking up. And I'm like, okay, I think that's him now. So that was the <laughs> closest I did. But then me and uh, Chris Vanini from The Athletic waited at the elevator after the game to the suites where he was. Um, we waited there for about 10 minutes before someone from SMU uh, kicked us out from there. So we tried. Um but, uh, uh, you know, I, I thought about ye- yelling a question or two from, from the game, but I don't know if you would be able to hear it. It, it, it all was pretty, uh, it, was, it was pretty wild, to be, to be honest. I think you have every right to that elevator area. Uh, <laughs> you, yeah, I think you could stand your ground there. Now, what about this Rhett Lashley? That was interesting to me. Yesterday, you all had uh, some availability in the SMU coach, and you're told, hey, no questions on the Pac-12. Is, but it does seem like at least you got something in. 
where Lashley knew what y'all were talking about and was able to talk about, you know, their their recruiting. That's a fascinating thing. Part of this is, is SMU has to think about the 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 possibility of the Pac-12. Do they need to raise it to a different level? I'm even hearing the Houston coach already saying, well, we're not there. You know, Dana Holgerson, we're not well, – our facilities aren't there. We're behind. I mean, honestly, he sounded kind of whiny about it. Um, are you sensing with this class all the transfers, everything, that, that there's a lot of sort of power five in mind as SMU is out on the recruiting trail right now? And how much do you think they're bringing that up with, with uh, high school players? You know, like, hey, th- there's a great chance we c- you could be going to a Power 5 school. Um, you just got to sort of be patient. How much do you think that's coming up in the, on the recruiting trail? Yeah, I, I, know, for, I know for sure that they're bringing it up to high school recruits. The pod, not specifically Pac-12, ACC, Big 12, whatever it may be. But, hey, yeah. we are going to be a Power 5 team um, soon. That is, that's obviously a selling point. I mean, if you look, SMU um, has two recruits. Um, already committed in the class of 2024. The, one of them is a quarterback from Florida, three-star quarterback. The other one is a four-star recruit right here from Dallas who, you know, is fantastic. And maybe that's a guy that usually they don't get, especially this early on, um, to commit to SMU. But they got Jamari Wildman Collie to commit, and that's huge news. Um, and I think that's something they're probably even selling to some of these guys in the transfer portal as well. I mean, if you look at their running back, if they're backfield next year, they have three former top ten running backs in the country um, committed, you know, including you know ones from Texas A&M and others from Miami, and then Kamar Whedon, who transferred last year, is from Alabama. Um, so they got a lot of talent coming in. Uh, I highlighted P.J. Williams specifically, a guy who was dismissed from Texas A&M after he was arrested for marijuana possession. Um, you know, that, that whole thing's been you know resolved, and he transfers to SMU, but he's got four years of eligibility, and that's a recruit that SMU historically hasn't landed, especially on the offensive line. So that's a guy you kind of hope that by the time SMU is in a Power 5 conference, that's a guy who's a Power 5 offensive lineman. What about um, what about SMU basketball? pac 12s not good in basketball right now. Uh, they're in a bit of a transition year with a new coach. Have you seen signs from that program? Well, we, we all got excited in the Dallas area about going over there to uh, the renovated uh, Moody, and that was kind of fun. And then obviously they've had some, some you know, hadn't been a great year. I think they've shown signs. Like going into a Houston game, um, like do people, is, like, is there any chance they would have of knocking off the Cougars? Like where where is that uh, – where is that program right now? Is it just a full transition, or already are you already kind of seeing signs where, hey, this I, I think he may be able to to get this thing going? I'd categorize it as they are looking towards next year in development. Okay, um, I, I think that this, and to be honest with you, that's something Rob Lemire, the the new SMU men's basketball head coach, has kind of said from the beginning. Hey, <laughs> this is not gonna, this is not Rome wasn't built in a day. We've got a lot of work to do. I'm not even putting a timetable on it when they could turn a quarter. That's kind of what he said. And honestly, the season's lived up to that. You know, you got nine wins only at this point. There's been a lot of close losses that have been a little bit disappointing. Um, you know, they nearly beat Wichita State, though. But I, I will say they've been playing better basketball late. They knocked off Temple when George Kleofkoff was there, and Temple's been playing good basketball. Obviously, they woke in Houston tonight, and that's a beast in its own. Um, but, if you know, I, you know, you never say never, but that, I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't put the spread too close on that one tonight. Um, so I think they're more of a, just about trying to have little moments and seeing some of these guys develop. They got a point guard 
from Duncanville named Zurich Up Alps, who's in his second year, um, and he's really stepped up. He's developing. If that's a guy you can retain, maybe the development that happened this year will help a lot next year. So that's kind of their goal as of right now. All right, have you gotten to see my man Trey Johnson from Lake Highlands play in person? Joe, you, uh, you, you cover SMU, you've covered high schools. I mean, you dabble in a little bit of everything over there at the Dallas Morning News, but you, you really do love the, uh, the high school level. Um, have you gotten to see some Lake Highlands games this year? And uh, I, I, this is going to be a fun. In fact, I got my, uh, let's see, Friday, tomorrow night, I think it's Plano West, Lake Highlands and I'll be attending that game. Have you gotten to see Trey in person? And if so, how does he stack up with some of these other unbelievable players that have come out of the Metroplex, including the guy at Duncanville, Ron Holland? Yeah, I, uh, I got to see him as a freshman actually once, and that's the only time I've seen him in person. But this year I did see him at the airport. I, I was going, I forget where I was going, but Lake Highlands was going to a tournament in Florida, and our gates were right next to each other. So I got a chance to see what he looked like in person. And, um, he's, he's definitely, he looks legit. <laughs> um, I'm sure, you know, it's pretty interesting how the, that Richardson kind of Dallas area has really produced a lot of talent of late, um, you know, between, uh, Trey Johnson, Casey Wallace. Um, there's been some good players that come out of there of late and, uh, Trey's obviously kind of, you know, stacks up with the best of them. All right. You want to go see him as they're headed to state. They'll go to Austin six, six, Maybe six five, but shooting guard, unbelievable. Of course, Jacoby Walter. What I don't understand is why these guys commit and then go to prep school. You know, they leave all their their friends and family and go off to like Missouri. And I get it; you get to work on your skills, and maybe you're on TV more. But the truth is, there's not that many people to come to your games and all that. So I get that there's a reason for it. Maybe there's some money involved. Who knows? But I, it's always weird to me how Dallas Fort Worth, you know, produces these unbelievable players, and some of them, like Keontae Georgia Baylor, ends up at IMG, in you know, uh, in Florida and all that. You've seen it happen, Joseph. That's a good story, by the way. I, you may have written about this a bunch, but. To me, that that would be an interesting story. Why do these unbelievable players, they're already committed, they already know where they're going to go, and then they ended up finishing up their, like, senior year, you know, way away from their friends and family and the people they've gone to school with for the last 10 years? Yeah, no, it's, uh, you know, it's one of those things where, I mean, I think especially in basketball, there's more there's more AU culture, there's more, you know, groupthink, I guess. There's more, hey, you come play with me, and we'll go play here together. Um, you know, it's kind of, I mean, you see it in the NBA a lot. Hey, let's build a super team, you know, and kind of ditch everything we already had. So, I mean, obviously there's other extraneous factors and, and things that play into it. But to your point, yes, it's, it's almost, almost becoming more common for DFW players to leave uh, the high-end ones, uh, but which makes the stories of Trey Johnson and then Casey Wallace and some other guys that have kind of stuck around even more interesting, I think. Yeah, yeah. Well, some of these schools end up on – probation maybe it's easier if they go somewhere else to not end up in that kind of situation uh joe great to uh great to visit with you thanks for doing this i was sitting there today reading that story and then thinking about realignment and all of that and i thought man i got to get joe on the uh, horn and i appreciate you jumping on with us of course yeah but my last thing about realignment is always expect the unexpected so you know we we feel like we know some things now but you know there's always a chance they could uh turn on its head before we uh before you have a chance to grasp it all so yeah but anyway, yeah why, always a pleasure yeah you know what on that point why don't the big why don't the big 12 just pull a last minute thing on Klavikov and uh and say hey we're taking smu 
You guys seem to be having some problems. We'll go ahead and take them, and we may even take San Diego State. I mean, Ed, let's. I just want to put that one out there. That's a theory that that's a theory that's been passed around between um, between SMU fans for sure. So okay, <laughs> we'll see. Okay. We'll see what actually happens when things uh, when the pen hits the paper. All right, all right. Thanks, you. Thanks, Joe. We'll talk to you soon. Sounds good. Thanks, Matt. All right, Joseph Hoyt, Dallas Morning News. Some interesting stuff there on uh, the Pac-12, how SMU is involved. And and it is weird for SMU to be so excited at possibly getting in a Power 5. Meanwhile, the Power 5 is struggling to get a media rights deal done, and uh, there's some strange things going on there. Boy, great to be at the Baylor Club today. You heard uh, Lakin on with us earlier, and uh, Lakin Bolfing, uh, part of the, uh, well, you know, membership uh, director. They've got the private events. Samantha does a lot with that. Mike Mosel, of course, the GM, our good friend. Oh, my gosh. Spinach artichoke dip on the scene now with some chips involved. They know my love language here at the Baylor Club. And um, so many ways to get involved. Um, And, uh, again, that membership team, if you want to join today, and they've got some amazing deals. In fact, say, hey, I want to know about the Mosley deal. And they usually come up with something kind of cool on that. 254-710-8082. And uh, Lakin, very personable, and she'll get right back to you. Then ask her some questions about the Baylor football team. She's got very good connections there as well. Instagram, at Baylor Club. Uh, Facebook, Baylor Club. And they're doing a little deal where you can get two lower-level um, uh, seats to that Texas game. That's a sold-out game. <clears throat> Just go to their Facebook page. Look for Baylor Club on Facebook, and you can sign up to win those two um, lower-level tickets. And by the way, dinner comes with that. Dinner here at the Baylor Club. Two tickets to the Texas game and dinner. Oh, my goodness. Great stuff. And uh, always love being out here. We're having a great time. And the spinach artichoke dip has been served. I think Aaron Sexton loves some spinach artichoke. And so uh, I'd like to – I wish he could get on over here as we speak. All right, speaking of Aaron – it is time for Campus Confidential. That is next. Scott Drew and the Bears all season long here on ESPN Central Texas. The Bears headed to Lawrence to take on Kansas this Saturday. 2.30 for the countdown to tip-off. 3 p.m. tip-off Saturday. Baylor Bear Basketball with Pat Nunley and the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Right here on the flagship station for Baylor Basketball, ESPN Central Texas. You wouldn't call your doctor, accountant, or mechanic using a 1-800 number. So, why your bank? If you have to dial 1-800, you don't know your bank and... Your bank doesn't know you. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. SoCal Speed Shop in downtown Waco is Waco's newest speed shop. Looking for hot rod parts? SoCal Speed Shop in Waco has unbeatable prices. Check out their showroom located at 321 6th Street, just two minutes away from the silos. You'll find t-shirts, memorabilia, collectible decals, and more. 
SoCal Speed Shop in Waco, a retail merchandise and speed shop for anyone who wants to go fast and look good doing it. SoCal Speed Shop in downtown Waco. Stop by or check them out online at SoCalWaco.com. The story of the nurse and the foot pain that nearly brought him down. I feel like I'm giving people their lives back. Robert lived to take care of his patients, but he couldn't do it unless he took care of his foot pain. I have plantar fasciitis. It'll almost put you on your knees. That's how much it hurts. His own recovery started when he got fitted for arch supports at the Good Feet store. Now that I'm pain-free, I can make these people feel better. Can't beat that. Stop by or schedule your free fitting at goodfeet.com. Stop by the Good Feet store in the Central Marketplace in Waco and now in Temple. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz. A combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixings. They welcome phone-in orders at their Town West or Downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. When we say at UBO Business Services that we are the premier service provider for Ricoh, Xerox, Konica Minolta, Canon, Kyocera, and Lexmark copiers and printers, we are not blowing hot air. One way we quantify our status as the best is with an independent company used by millions of organizations called Net Promoter Score. It is the most consistent way to rank brand loyalty and customer service. A score of 70% or better is considered world-class. UBO score is an 85. Call Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or ubeo.com. Do you know that this time of year, blood donations are at their lowest? But there's good news. You can help. In just one hour, you can donate blood with Carter Blood Care for local hospital patients who need life-saving transfusions. So do what I do. Take a break, donate blood, and save lives. Schedule your appointment today at carterbloodcare.org. That's carterbloodcare.org. Or call 800-366-2834 for more info. And help save a life with Carter Blood Care. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weiss with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Baylor women continue their slide, losing to Kansas State 87-68. It's the first three-game conference slide since 2000-2001 season for the Baylor women. Other games in the Big 12 last night, OU over Texas Tech 84-57 and West Virginia over Kansas 62-60. Dallas Mavericks were upended by the Nuggets last night, 118-109. Mavs are off through the All-Star break. Former NFL coach Ken Wisenhunt has joined Alabama's football staff as a special assistant to Nick Saban. Baylor football has set its annual green and gold spring game for Saturday, April 22nd at McLean Stadium. Kickoff time will be set at a later date. The game will air on ESPN+. Round two of the girls' UIL state tournament tonight. La Vega, Lady Pirates, and Houston Yates in Bryan. 7-15 tip-off. And you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas following the Baylor Coaches Show. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time for Campus Confidential, our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley. Audience Matt Mosley, the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. And uh, we'll do some, we'll do a little uh, Campus Confidential here. I will update you. I've been loving seeing Tiger back in action. Uh, Tiger Woods is playing for the first time this season in his own tournament at the Genesis 
and uh, he was really playing well. It's one under through ten holes. Um, actually, I think he's on the tenth hole right now, and he ran into some issues, unfortunately. And uh, he went from one side of the green in a bunker, and then he's going across into another bunker. And so uh, not great news there. Meanwhile, one stroke back is Justin Thomas, his great friend. And uh, for whatever reason on 10, they've all ended up on the sand. But uh, loving watching this golf. All right, um, Aaron, what do you have for us today in Campus Confidential? We've been talking a lot about realignment the Pac-12 in their search for a new media deal. You mentioned it in the first segment, but Big 12 Commissioner Brett Yormark was on the Canzano and Wilner podcast yesterday. That is a basically a Pac-12 podcast, and he had a lot of interesting things to say about renegotiating the Big 12's media deal early, Texas and OU leaving, and other things. He was asked specifically by the two about a grant of rights, and he said that the grant of rights is signed by all 12 Big 12 schools. Moving forward, he talked about renegotiating the media deal for the Big 12 early and was asked if he left any money on the table. He said, quote, certainly didn't leave any money on the table. Talked about the changing media landscape and how big media companies are more focused on what they need versus what they want. He specifically identified working with Endeavor to identify what was going on and said, quote, the decision is looking better and better every day. Yeah, and that was a direct shot. Um, I don't even think he meant it as a shot, but you can't help but hear that and think that he's talking about what the Pac-12 is facing right now. And, um, Aaron, we should add that when he talks about Endeavor, the head of Endeavor – and, um, well, at least the head of the negotiations in the Big 12's media rights deal was on with us um, in the days leading. I'm trying to think, Aaron, was it prior to them getting that deal done? Anyway, it was, uh, it was right around that time, uh, and there were a lot of exciting things going on. But uh, she was on with us, and, in fact, uh, every... Um, like most powerful women in all of sports, she's always like in the top ten, and she was right. She was on the Matt Mosley show, so this is the show where powerful women um, appear uh, quite often. So that's always a uh, that's a very good thing. But that's interesting, Aaron, as we uh, continue to monitor this thing, and I, I do think that was Brett's way of saying, "Hey, I think I think our our media deal is aging pretty well." Especially when you consider what's going on with some of these other, with some of these other uh, teams, other conferences. One more thing he was asked by Canzano and Wilner about was obviously Big 12 expansion. He was asked specifically, are you targeting existing Pac-12 schools? And Commissioner Yormark said, quote, I'm not targeting anyone specifically. I've been very transparent, deliberate, and intentional that we'd like that fourth time zone to create more value with our media partners. I would like to be a national conference 100%. We will see where we end up. Okay. So, obviously, fourth time zone, we think of the West Coast, Central, uh, represented, Aaron um, Mountain, Represented, of course, with BYU and 
you know, the Utes, boy, they could bring some up, some of it too. East Coast, um, the Eastern Standard Time, Aaron, is West Virginia. And is that is that is that on uh, Eastern Time? Yes. So okay. so would UCF would also be UCF in West Virginia, East Co- Eastern Standard Time. All right, Aaron. As long as I want it to still be a conference where I don't want it to get us confused. I want it, I want us to continue to deal in everything in our Central um, Standard Time. All right, I don't want us to get carried away and ever do what they do in New York and what ESPN and everybody does and always give Eastern Standard Time. That would throw me off, and I don't want to play that game. So as long as we can, as a conference, the conference is located in the Metroplex. It needs to be Central Standard Time. Aaron, are you okay with that? Yeah, I think so. Okay, good, good. (laughs) What else do you have for us? Florida has the state of Florida has updated its NIL legislation as of today. Among the biggest changes, schools, teams, and coaches will be allowed to help facilitate deals for players. Under current NCAA rules, schools cannot pay players directly or use name, image, and likeness deals as inducements for recruiting or retention. The bill requires players to participate in two financial literacy, life skills, and entrepreneurship workshops before they graduate. In addition, agents who represent players in their NIA deals are required to protect them from unauthorized or exploitive use of their NIL or their right to publicity. Now, the way you read that, I'm just I was trying to process that as I was watching Tigers save save bogey. Um, is this going to allow the uh, the the universities in Florida to have a little more leeway? Or does this just put more parameters? Now, I heard what you said at the end, and I think that's a smart thing, is to protect the players and maybe give them more education and, and, and try to kind of help them stay, keep this thing slightly on the guardrails. Um, but Aaron, is at the heart of this, does this, give, does this make it easier for Florida schools to use the NIL to bring in players? Yes. Okay. Uh, according to the ESPN article, it, it, yeah. it will actually allow schools, teams, and coaches to help facilitate deals for players. Got it. Got it. And, and what that really means is, at least in Texas and some of these other states, you gotta you got to kind of look um, to these collectives, and it can't be direct. That doesn't mean the school can't have some say in him, who ends up with these collectives and, and quite honestly, I'd have to look at the laws again. I honestly think now there's even some stuff that's happened in Texas to allow the schools to be a little more involved and selective in who ends up on these collectives. For instance, I, I know who is on the collective, the NIL uh, this advisory board for Baylor, and these are huge donors to Baylor. I promise you those, those gentlemen who were uh, – who were placed on that advisory board, the six of them, none of that happened just like on their own. They didn't just go rogue and go, hey, hey, guys, we all have a bunch of money. Let's get together. Baylor knows who's given what and then who's, like, shown great leadership. And that's how Jeremy Fudge, Kevin Cherry, and a bunch of these guys end up up, uh, on this. 
Former NFL coach Ken Weisenhunt has joined Alabama's football staff as a special assistant to head coach Nick Saban. Weisenhunt's name appears in the Alabama staff directory as of last night. He spent the past two seasons as an offensive analyst at Penn State, the former Arizona Cardinal and Tennessee Titans head coach, last held an on-field role in 2019. His son also works for Alabama. He's an analyst and a former NFL quarterback at a former quarterback at Georgia, LSU, and in the NFL. All right, I was concerned that uh, that Saban would uh, would you know I, I just wanted Saban to to make sure he was going to be okay, and he had enough advisors. So Ken Wisenhunt, former NFL coach, Aaron, what was the longest? What was the best Wisenhunt ever did? Was he the coach of that Arizona team that played in the Super Bowl against the Steelers? Does that sound right to you? Who would have been the coach? I'm just trying to think who's all been there. Would Wisenhunt have been the coach then? Would Kurt Warner and the Cardinals made the Super Bowl? He may have been. That may have been uh, Wisenhunt. I was thinking about this. When you said that, I, I was thinking about uh, Coach Bryles. And and I, I honestly, there were only a couple of places that would would bring him in at the college level. One would be Nick Saban because he's Nick Saban, and while there would be backlash, Nick Saban's willing to deal with that and, and could, you know, has enough standing in the state of Alabama for, for that to deal. Well, that obviously hadn't happened. I do think I do think Mike Leach, they had such a close relationship that the late, great Mike Leach was, uh, from what I kind of understand, I, I think Mike Leach wanted to try to bring – Art Bryles back in some uh, former fashion into uh, into into coaching, but uh, obviously we've lost Mike Leach, and uh, so it looks like Art's career, at least in the on the, co- uh, the collegiate ranks, uh, has come to an end. All right, um, Aaron, what else? Uh, what else do you have for us, sir? After multiple failed attempts to find an offensive coordinator, Notre Dame is just going to promote their tight ends coach. Gerard Parker, the tight ends coach for Notre Dame, is the new offensive coordinator, according to ESPN. The uh, the Fighting Irish had targeted multiple candidates that didn't work out. After Tommy Rees, who was hired by uh, was hired by Alabama to be their offensive coordinator, they talked with Kansas State offensive coordinator Colin Klein and Utah offensive coordinator Andy Ludwig. And as far as the Media reports from ESPN and other sources, money was the big sticking point with Utah offense coordinator and, and Andy Ludwig in that Notre Dame didn't want to pay his buyout. Interesting. Did not want to, isn't that, isn't that I mean, Notre Dame, the fabled program to, uh, to end up making that kind of statement uh, Aaron, do you what's the background? So their offensive coordinator is going to be their tight ends coach. You said Jared and Aaron. What do you know his background? Like how where where else has he been? I mean, this is really interesting. And again, I'm all for promoting from within. But like even in Baylor's case with their defensive coordinator, he left and and had a co defensive coordinator position at Oregon. And then turned around and came back to Baylor, and will now be their defense coordinator. So, 
Um, does it say on there like what his background has been before he was the tight ends coach there? Yeah, he ran West Virginia. He was West Virginia's offensive coordinator for two seasons in uh, 2020 and 2019 before moving to Notre Dame. Well, how can you not bring him in as great <laughs> as they were? <laughs> Prior to that, he, he was Penn State's passing game coordinator, and you okay. know what a great passing game Penn State has. Right up there with Iowa. <laughs> I'm trying to think. I mean, surely, let's see who they might have had. That might who, Maybe Trace McSorley. I'm trying to think of some of the, the Penn State quarterbacks over the past few years. Now, they did have some unbelievable wide receiver who's now in the NFL. But Aaron, that West Virginia thing, that would have been the first couple of years. That was post-Holgerson. That was uh, that was like Neil Brown. I mean, that was not a juggernaut. Wow. Wow. I never I never thought I'd see, the, I'd see the day where Notre Dame was like, yeah, we'd like this guy, but we don't, want to, we don't really have enough money to pay for his buyout. Yikes. That is a rough, rough deal. All right, Aaron, uh, a reminder that Baylor assistant men's coach Jared Nunes is going to be checking in with us at 520 today. And so we're excited about that. But next, we got a couple of items to share with you. NFL news, some uh, major hires have been finalized, and uh, we'll share some of that with you next. Baylor Sports Beat, weekdays at 7.55 a.m. and 5.25 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Attention Central Texas barbecue lovers, we have great news for you. Elberg Barbecue is now open seven days a week. Their handcrafted meats, sandwiches, sides, and desserts are now available from 11 till 3 Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday, till 7 Wednesday and Thursday, until 8 Friday and Saturday. And don't forget, Hellberg Barbecue can cater your next event. Hellberg Barbecue, 8532 North Highway 6 in Waco at hellbergbarbecue.com and on Facebook. A bank in any town USA treats everyone like, well, anyone. At Central National Bank, we provide Central Texans with a different kind of banking. We believe in people over processes, listening over telling, and helping our customers over helping ourselves. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. The story of the nurse and the foot pain that nearly brought him down. I feel like I'm giving people their lives back. Robert lived to take care of his patients, but he couldn't do it unless he took care of his foot pain. I have plantar fasciitis. It'll almost put you on your knees. That's how much it hurts. His own recovery started when he got fitted for arch supports at the Good Feet store. Now that I'm pain-free, I can make these people feel better. Can't beat that. Stop by or schedule your free fitting at goodfeet.com. Stop by the Good Feet store in the Central Marketplace in Waco and now in Temple. ESPN Central Texas is your home for game time. The John Moore Show and the Matt Mosley Show. 24-month lease with 5200 down for qualified buyers only. Lease and price and stock number 21047. 2.9% financing for qualified buyers only. See dealer for details. Dozens of 2023 Buick Envisions are on the lot and priced to move at Richard Carr Buick. Envision is a luxury SUV without the luxury price. Experience the quiet escape of a Buick Envision with a test drive today. Lease payments start at $269 a month or save $3,000 on purchase. Log on now or get here now and take home a new 2023 Buick Envision today from Richard Carr. 
Hey guys, we all give gifts on birthdays, anniversaries, holidays, but have you ever given a gift just because gift? When it's not expected, it means the most coming from you. Since 1979, Morrison Gifts has been Waco's gift store for every occasion. Choose from lines of great gift ideas, including John Hart leather goods, big old key rings, candles, and jewelry, and as always, free gift wrapping and delivery available. Morrison Gifts, a Baylor alumni-owned business at 4308 West Waco Drive, next to Jason's Deli in the Brazos Square Center. Do you have pain or sports injuries that are keeping you on the sidelines? Start a conversation with a specialist at Ascension Medical Group, Providence Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Tell us about your activities and your history of pain or a recent injury so together we can create the best care plan for you. We are here with minimally invasive to advanced surgery options as well as physical therapy and we treat both kids and adults. Schedule with our specialist today at ascension.org slash Texas Ortho. From the Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Ascension Providence, Barnett Contracting, Helberg Barbecue, Myatt Fuels, Schmalch's Sandwich Shop, VersaLift Southwest Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, here's Matt Mosley. It is uh, Matt Mosley, the Matt Mosley Show, coming to you live from the world-famous Baylor Club, hard by the Brazos River, right out here at McLean Stadium. And uh, just gorgeous uh, place. If you want to uh, think about a membership, ask for the Mosley Special. Lake and Bolfing is at uh, 254-710-8082. 254-710-8082. And um, also the membership team, um, Ryan Negron does that as well. 254 710 um, 8073. Okay, you can see what they did there. Um, okay, there's a lot going on. We got Baylor men's basketball talk at 520. In fact, Jared Nunes from the uh, uh, one of the uh, coaches is going to join us, uh, one of the Baylor assistant coaches. And so that'll be, uh, that'll be exciting to get to visit with him. Aaron, I noticed there's some NFL nuggets out there. You know, there's some new coaches. We saw, I mean, like the Eagles coaches, all the coordinators getting hired. Aaron, the New Orleans Saints running back, Alvin Kamara, um, uh, Cincinnati Bengals cornerback Chris Lamons, and two other men have been indicted by a grand jury for allegedly assaulting a man at a Las Vegas nightclub in February of 2022. Aaron, nothing good happens after midnight really anywhere, but especially in a Vegas nightclub. All four men were indicted on charges of conspiracy to commit battery and battery resulting in substantial bodily harm. All right, and um, the the attorney for uh, the representative for uh, Alvin Kamara said the state has avoided a contested preliminary hearing by indicting Mr. Kamara he uh, intends to vigorously fight the allegations of trial. 
at trial as he was defending himself and others at the time of the incident. All right, Aaron, Alvin Cam- uh, Kamara was just out there, but hold off maybe, Aaron, as you uh, all your keeper leagues and all your fantasy, you may not want to uh, get him too involved in all of that. Baylor women last night, it's, uh, man, I, I have loved this program, and I will continue to. And, of course, we have Nikki Collin on with us on a weekly basis. It's not great right now. They're in a bad way. They've lost three sta- three straight games. And they fell on the road uh, to Kansas State last night. Jeff Mitty, they had a pretty decent crowd there. Talked to somebody today who was on that trip out there. And, you know, it was fine. First quarter, 20-18, to they were hanging in there. Uh, second quarter, they get outscored 22-15. Third quarter, 25-19. Fourth quarter, 20-16. What does that add up to? That's about a 20-point loss, okay? It's a 19-point loss. Kansas State, 87. Baylor, 68. Who is Baylor over the years? Who have they been? They've been a defensive-minded team. That is not the case anymore. They, they Right now, they're giving up tons of points. They're not getting stops, and they're turning the ball over like crazy. Nikki has to get a handle on this. they got to try to ch- change this in a hurry. The good news is there's still time. There's still a Big 12 tournament. They can make some things happen. Silver lining in last night's game, Aaron, um, Jamie Asbury uh, went for 21 points. Okay, She has not been shooting the three particularly well this season. She knocked a bunch of uh, threes down. Uh, wasn't particularly efficient, but did score 21 and the rest of the team, Aaron, only one other player in double figures, and that was Dariana Littlepage Bucks. Um, I, I'm, it's hard to know exactly what to make of this right now. I don't think this is the time to be jumping off the bandwagon. I think they have a chance to maybe turn this thing around, but uh, I understand that people are concerned. And, um, hey, I'm the same way. I, I'd like to see them do well. And right now, they're in a bad way. Uh, men getting ready for Kansas. And then we'll be talking to uh, Coach Nunes uh, coming up in just a few moments at 520 today. We're going to talk to him about uh, this Baylor team and how that thing's going. The great news on Baylor basketball is that team is looking more and more like a possible number one seed. Right now they're a number two seed. They could play their way into a number one seed. If they win at Kansas Saturday, they're going to be in the ballpark for a number one seed. If they lose that game and then the following week uh, win at home against Texas, now they got a tough finishing stretch. Iowa State's in there. I mean, there's a ton of tough games down the stretch, so they've got to kind of hang in there. But honestly, if they could go – Three and two, kind of go around 500 down the stretch. They're going to finish as a third seed at worst, most likely as a two seed. And that will get them in the south region of the NCAA tournament if that's uh, how it ends. And I don't think they could win the whole Big 12 tournament, and that might help them get a number one seed. I don't think, no matter when they lose in the Big 12 tournament, I don't think they'll fall in the seeding. I think they'll go into that tournament with about a number two seed, and then I think they'll be able to build on that. So uh, excited about uh, the Baylor men's basketball program and concerned about the women. They obviously have a couple of transfers that are not playing. they got a couple of great young players who are, 
and and they're really going to have to kind of build with the future. It's looking more and more like a long shot that they really do something this season. But uh, but they still have time, and you never know. Could maybe get on a roll. Before this three-game losing streak, they'd won like four out of five or playing extremely well. So I'm not exactly sure what's going on. Now, I will say today um, the Cardinals head coach uh, uh, was introduced. Jonathan Gannon was hired by the Cardinals from the Eagles staff. And, of course, one of his first things that he was asked about is the future of Kyler Murray, the tiny quarterback that uh, represents those Cardinals. He said, I have a very specific vision of how I want to play on offense. And the person that comes in here to run the offense is going to understand that everything we will do will be structured around the quarterback position to maximize his skill set. And we have an elite one. Now, you got to go in there. you got to go in there and you got to say great things about the quarterback. You can't come in there and soft-shoe this thing acting like, oh, we don't have a quarterback. Do I think they have a quarterback? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I think he does some great things. I think probably the fact that Gannon's been around Jalen Hurts, he's seen how that worked, he saw how beautifully he played in the Super Bowl, I think that is something to be considered here. Um, This is a 40-minute news conference where Gannon laid out his overall approach with the Cardinals saying, we're going to be adaptable, we're going to be violent, we're going to be explosive, and we're going to be smart. And all three phases go into that, and we will maximize the talents of the players that we have, and that's how we're going to win games. And don't get it twisted. We're going to win games. Now, Aaron, I would say watch out here on these press conferences. I don't think you can judge anything by the press conference because you know who kind of was embarrassing at his press conference? The Eagles head coach a couple of years ago, Nick Sirianni. All he's done, gone to the playoffs a couple of times, won the division this year, made it to the Super Bowl. All right, let's give Sirianni his due. He's a very emotional man. Okay, the national anthem drove him to tears. Never seen a man cry, cry that aggressively during a national anthem. Love seeing it. Love, love the, uh, love the emotion. Murray, uh, Kyler Murray was one of ten players in attendance for Gannon's news conference. Aaron, if you're a quarterback who's fallen on hard times and at times don't have the trust of your teammates, make sure you show up at the news conference of your incoming coach. He joined fellow quarterback Colt McCoy, running backs James Conner and Darrell Williams, wide receivers Rondell Moore and Antoine Wesley, tight end Zach Ertz, and offensive lineman D.J. Humphreys, Will Hernandez, and Josh Jones. Aaron, why were there no defensive players from the Cardinals? At the news conference, kind of strange. The whole offense shows up for Coach Gannon, and um, that is going to be really interesting to see what Gannon does with those uh, Arizona Cardinals. So that is something to keep an eye on. In this golf tournament, uh, I wanted to say Justin Thomas is kind of holding steady at one under. Uh, They're playing out in Los Angeles. This is at the Riviera. This is a Genesis Genesis Open. It's Tiger's golf tournament. Tiger was really playing well. He was one under on the 10th hole. They're now on the 12th hole, and then he bogeyed, and he honestly went from one sand trap, uh, one bunker to the other bunker, and he came back, and he was able to at least save bogey 
which was big. The leader in this tournament and a guy from Southern California and Los Angeles is Max Homa, who opens with a 7-under. Opens with a 7-under. John Rahm in second place, fires a 6-under. And then uh, Kuchar, um, the old uh, Wiley veteran, with 5-under. This is a uh, tremendous golf tournament, and because it's Tiger's tournament, all the big names like to show up for this, except for, of course, the, the uh, Saudi-backed El- Live Tour, and those guys are nowhere to be found because they're not wanted. They're not invited to be on that. All right, and um, Aaron, I was going to take a peek here at where Tiger is. I can only tell you that Tiger is even, which puts him several, at least seven strokes off the lead last i saw coming off 10 he was even i'm going to look up here and try to find exactly what tiger is but everything tiger does is uh, magnified and every tournament he competes in especially coming back from where he's been it's uh it just makes it that much better and that much more exciting and so uh this this tournament definitely has my attention as I scroll down, Aaron, trying to uh, trying to get you guys his actual. All right, I'll get this for you because I'm now being stopped at two under. Uh, I would go ahead and let you know that um, Ricky Fowler, good friend of Justin Thomas and Jordan Spieth, uh, finished today three under and is only four strokes off the lead, and uh, that's really good for Ricky Fowler. Okay, Matt Mosley show. ESPN Central Texas, the assistant uh, uh, coach for Baylor men's basketball, Jared Nunes, joins the Matt Mosley Show. That is next. It's time now for the Baylor Sports Beat. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Everybody, it's time for a check of Baylor Athletics on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, our weekly visit with Athletic Director Mac Rhodes talking men's and women's basketball, baseball, and softball. It's all straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Kickoff 2023 with a bang at Allen Samuels in Waco. During the President's Day sales event, get a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Laredo with total values up to $2,000 and 1.9% for 72 months on second and third row options. That's right, 1.9% for 72 months plus rebates. Or how about the 2023 Jeep Gladiator Sport with up to $3,500 in total values plus an extra $500 to first responders at Allen Samuels in Waco. Light the tower green. The Baylor Bears are Big 12 Conference champions. Fans, want to get into Baylor Bears athletic events for free? Become a Texas Farm Bureau member today. Texas Farm Bureau members get two free tickets to select Baylor Bears athletic events all year long. Visit BaylorBears.com slash TFB tickets to learn about how you can get your two free tickets today. Texas Farm Bureau Insurance, proud sponsor of Baylor Athletics. Tune in to the Baylor Coaches Show tonight, live from Rudy's on the Circle in Waco, and here on ESPN Central Texas. Now, here's the voice of the Bears. And welcome back. Today, our weekly visit with Athletic Director Mac Rhodes, beginning with Baylor Women's Basketball, back home in the Farrell Center on Saturday. Yeah, women home, the... uh 
play for K game and uh, 5 p.m. Uh, on Saturday, as you mentioned, against Iowa State. And, uh, you know, last time we played at Iowa State, uh, big win on the road. Um, I think that was a, a double header for, for Iowa State. So uh, their arena was packed, and uh, it will be a tough game uh, this upcoming Saturday. We need uh, as many Baylor fans as, uh, as we can in the Farrell Center. Good. And the men uh, tied for first place in the league standings now, playing for first place against Kansas. Yeah. You think about how we started the season 0-3 and, and just the uh, the fight, the the scratch, the claw back. And, uh, you know, now tied for first, three-way tie. And, you know, this obviously uh, upcoming game, 3 o'clock in Lawrence, uh, big game, national game, game day, ESPN game day will be there. And so – uh, excited about uh, excited about that opportunity. And then here at home, uh, let's go outdoors a little bit. Baseball season begins, and softball plays at home for the first time. Yeah, it's uh, that time of year where we've got all of the all of the spring sports uh, in full swing. And so, uh, no pun intended, uh, <laughs> you got that right. But, I'm pumped. <laughs> <I did. laughs> but uh, it's um, time for for both of them to begin softball you know actually began last weekend uh at the unlv tournament out in vegas and went four and one so great start to the season and now back home this uh this weekend in the getterman classic friday through sunday and so um again first opportunity for uh for them to play here in front of our fans and then baseball opening weekend for baseball central michigan by the way is a very good um club made the regionals last year and uh uh, just a note here, and I didn't didn't realize this. Celebrating the 25th season at Baylor Bale, uh, Baylor oh. Bale, uh, Ballpark. So, um, and that will uh, we're giving away pennants on Saturday. So, uh, a great opportunity to uh, to watch some uh, home events outdoors this weekend. Thanks, Mac. And that's our time for today. More tomorrow on our next Baylor Sports Beat. The source for Baylor athletic news and information, ESPN Central Texas. Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has been the number one provider of structural pipe, ranging from one half inch to 24 inch in diameter. They can handle all your fencing needs. They also carry square tubing from one half inch to six inches for weekend warrior projects, such as deer stands and ornamental iron jobs. If you need purlin, tubing, beams, weld plates, H braces, fence posts, culverts, or metal building supplies, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has the largest inventory of those products in Central Texas. Pioneer Steel and Pipe with locations in Waco and Bryan and at PioneerBoys.com. What do you think a wealth manager's most important quality should be? I'm Joe Kaleo of the Kaleo Wealth Management Group. Wealth managers rely on knowledge to make decisions, but responsible wealth managers need to be guided by integrity. I've believed that for more than 25 years. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. Do you have pain or sports injuries that are keeping you on the sidelines? Start a conversation with a specialist at Ascension Medical Group, Providence Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Tell us about your activities and your history of pain or a recent injury so together we can create the best care plan for you. We are here with minimally invasive to advanced surgery options, as well as physical therapy, and we treat both kids and adults. Schedule with our specialists today at ascension.org slash Texas Ortho. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. There are lots of reasons to own a golf car. Get around the neighborhood, cruising the lake at campground. 
Perfect for light duty on the farm or work site. And you can't run a festival without a golf cart. Oh yeah, and golf carts are pretty great for playing golf too. There's lots of reasons to own a golf cart, but only one best place to buy one. Mission Golf Cars in Waco off Highway 6 at Bagby has the largest selection of easy-go golf carts for sale, rent, lease, or repairs in Central Texas. Check us out online at missiongolfcars.com. And remember, at Mission Golf Cars, quality always comes standard. 24-month lease with 5200 down for qualified buyers only. Lease and price in stock, number 21047. 2.9% financing for qualified buyers only. See dealer for details. Dozens of 2023 Buick Envisions are on the lot and priced to move at Richard Carr Buick. Envision is a luxury SUV without the luxury price. Experience the quiet escape of a Buick Envision with a test drive today. Lease payments start at $269 a month or save $3,000 on purchase. Log on now or get here now and take home a new 2023 Buick Envision today from Richard Carr. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weins with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Baylor women continue their slide, losing to Kansas State 87 to 68. It's the first three-game conference slide since 2000-2001 season for the Baylor women. Other games in the Big 12 last night: OU over Texas Tech 84 to 57, and West Virginia over Kansas 62 to 60. Dallas Mavericks were upended by the Nuggets last night 118 to 109. Mavs are off through the All-Star break. Former NFL coach Ken Wisenhunt has joined Alabama's football staff as a special assistant to Nick Saban. Baylor football has set its annual green and gold spring game for Saturday, April 22nd at McLean Stadium. Kickoff time will be set at a later date. The game will air on ESPN+. Round two of the girls' UIL State Tournament tonight. La Vega, Lady Pirates, and Houston Yates in Bryan. 7-15 tip-off. And you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas following the Baylor Coaches Show. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Back to George on the left wing. George, three, straight away. It's good and a foul. Keontae George, his first made field goal tonight, and he'll have a chance at a four-point play. About Keontae George, a four-point play late in that game. Talking to Coach New, Jared Nunes, joining the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Coach Nunes, uh, Great to have you as uh, we're two days away now for the Bears going to Lawrence. And uh, this is kind of nice, isn't it? College game day seems to almost on an annual basis choose the Bears in the uh, in the Jayhawks. Uh, Coach, how are you today? Matt, I'm doing well. I appreciate you having me on. I appreciate yeah. it. Yeah, good. Yeah, to- you know, we're looking, we're looking forward to uh, – this Saturday, man, it's always a, an amazing environment up there. And obviously, you know, us two have been two of the most winning programs in college basketball the last, you know, few years. And we're looking forward to the challenge. Well, it's going to be a lot of fun. And it is a tough place to play. But you guys have won there before. What has been the sort of the point of emphasis when you're going into a game like this? I mean, it's not like the season all hinges on this one game, so you do have to kind of keep things in perspective. But, like, for Keontae and some of these younger players, uh, Josh, whoever, how do you kind of prepare them for what this is going to be like? Because as mean as those West Virginia fans are, as tough as it can be at Hilton, um, this is a different type road 
environment. And maybe they're not as mean as some of these other places like, uh, like they were to, to, to Bridges. But what do you, what do you kind of, how do you prepare your players uh, to get them ready for an environment like this? Well, I think the first thing, you know, we have to do and what we've been preaching to our guys is just, you know, trying to be the best version of ourselves. And um, that means, you know, focus on the things that we, we do every day. We like to say, you know, same old born habits, you know, tighten up on those things and really just control what you can control. Um, you know, if you're going in there trying to make the, the, the game bigger than what it, what it already will be and you're focusing on those things and the crowd and everything else, that's when, you know, slippage happens. That's when you start getting distracted. So we just try to stay grounded on the fundamentals and things that, you know, make us who we are and trying to be the best version of who we can be. All right, what's it been for 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 like for you this season? You had the promotion. You already obviously had a, a very active hand in a lot of this recruiting, but but even more on court responsibility. Um, what what is it? Has that been a uh, just? Has that been a lot of fun? I mean, obviously you were already hugely involved, but what has that allowed you to do? And 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 does it allow you to be? that much more involved and in, in, uh, I, I guess it's something you've been waiting on for quite some time. Has it been everything you thought it would be? Uh, it has. I think my, my, my wife would say it's been an adjustment as far as <laughs> my mood swings at home, uh, a lot less sleep some nights, but you know, it's been, it's been amazing. Uh, it's been fun for me to, to, to continue to grow and learn and, and, and focus and study on each opponent and, and pick up on different things, you know, especially the second time around we play them. Um, but, you know, it's been a great adjustment for me. Um, I look forward to each challenge and every, every scout that I have to do and, and every game that we as a staff have to be prepared for. So there's nothing else I'd rather be doing in the world. All right. On those scouts, like how early when you're assigned a scout, whether it be Kansas Texas coming up, of course, the following week. Some of these different teams that are coming up. How how early do you start when you get assigned one of those things? Okay, coach, this is you've got the scout on this on this particular opponent. Um, is that almost you know a couple of weeks in advance? Do you start even earlier than that? What is uh, what's the process like on on putting together a scout? Well, sometimes it, it depends on the schedule. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, Alvin, myself, and and Coach Jacobs, we, you know, preseason we broke up the schedule as far as who is going to be doing what scout. And the unique thing about our staff is Coach likes us all to to watch film on the team that we're playing the next game. So he doesn't like us to get too far ahead. He likes us to focus on one game at a time. But, you know, we usually, us three usually try to cheat it a little bit and start watching film on the other team probably about two or three days out just so we can be prepared. Yeah, I could see it. I could see y'all taking a peek to see kind of what's going on. Uh, Jared Nunes joining us on the Matt Mosley Show, ESP in Central Texas. What is um, Kansas kind of fell on hard times, especially by their standards. Lost several conference games and really kind of got in a ditch. They've climbed back out of it, and they're playing a lot better. What What is the... What is the key? Because, you know, at times, obviously, they've got people that can shoot the three. They don't have their customary huge guy to always throw it down to. Oh, I, although I would say Uday, or, um, you know, he that guy, he's really 
kind of coming on lately in, for, in terms right. of block shots and, and filling a little more of that role that we remember with McCormick and Azubuki before him. What is um, What do you feel like Kansas, when they're clicking, what, what, is, what do they do that, that really uh, sets them apart? Well, well, first thing is I think, you know, in our conference, and you know this as hard as the Big 12 is, I mean, everybody's going to probably take, you know, go through a rough patch, right? Like we went through it, um, you know, uh, K-State, Kansas, you know, Oklahoma State with some injuries, Iowa State. Like we all go through it. That's just how competitive our league is and how great our league is. Um, but as far as Cam- Kansas goes, I mean, obviously Bill Self's a great coach. When they're clicking, I think, you know, obviously shooting threes with Dick and Wilson, um, you know, and Harris does a great job getting in the paint. And then when they're getting out in transition. So for us, you know, we got to definitely guard the three-point line. Uh, we got to try to limit it, limit them in transition as much as possible and take good care of the basketball. You know, we're number one in the conference right now in, in turnovers and how many we allow a game. So that's going to be important come Saturday. All right, having Jonathan play as much as he's playing 24 minutes the other night um i would think even though y'all know how hard he works that even even some of the coaches have to be a little surprised that he's already at this point and you have to kind of you know remind yourself hey he's coming back from a major injury it, it is does anything surprise you about him because of his work ethic um it just to me it's it's almost kind of shocking to see him already play in 24 minutes. And, oh, by the way, he's returned with a very polished offensive game, not even just the threes, but, you know, around the uh, within 8 to 10 feet, some of the footwork, some of the moves he's made. Uh, I would say that he used his time wisely, Jared, um, in, in terms of his rehab. And, and, any, and there may still be some rust, but uh, this is pretty remarkable what he's already bringing to the table. Well, Matt, I'd be honest if I said that I'm, I'm shocked because I'm, I'm really not. And I think there's two reasons why I know, I know the type of kid he is and how hard he works. And there's nobody that I've ever been around coaching who's worked harder than John. Um, and then just seeing the improvement every day in practice and, you know, from, even from the summer to the fall to now, and just seeing how each week he was continuing to get better. And I think one thing that helped him being out is the game has slowed down for him, right? And even though he may have lost some of his athleticism early, I think that helped him as far as toning up certain skills. Like you said, his footwork, um, finding the right spots on the floor. And as he continues to get more healthy, he just he's looking better and better. So um, we're really excited for him. Obviously, it's a great story. But for our basketball team, he does so much for, for us on and off the court. Um, he's a leader, and there's just nobody who's more competitive than him. So it's just a blessing to have him back. Do you guys watch bracketology and, and uh, Lenardi? And, I mean, obviously fans are constantly watching that. Okay, what's Baylor now? Oh, they got, a, they got you know, the Bears are a two seed. Um, coaches. Now, I know you all know numbers, and you look at Ken Palm – and and Scott always uh, is amazing how much of that stuff he can rattle off, and I don't know if that's David or or Matt or whoever's feeding him a lot of that, but boy, he comes up with all kinds of stats and all. But I'm just kind of curious: do you, do you, how much do y'all pay attention to all the bracketology, or do you almost try to 
to not watch that because it's kind of hard not to because that's part of the fun of college basketball is thinking about where what seed you're going to be where you are and um and of course you all right now are being projected as a two seed opening in denver not that i'm keeping up with it jared (laughs) (laughs) honestly you know as it as it gets a little bit closer to i i i would not be telling the truth if i said i didn't look at it every now and then and uh-huh. take a peek um, because Joe does does do such a great job with the bracketology and and picking you know kind of where he thinks people are at at that current time. But you know, for us, I think it's just you know the Big Twelve is hard enough where it's like you just got to take it one game at a time to to try to prepare for the next one in front of you, and then hopefully if you if you if you do the things you need to do and take care of business, then the seating and all that will take care of itself at, at during March Madness and the Selection Sunday. All right. Um, what did Joel do to get Cryer going? You know, he had a couple of moments earlier this season where it just wasn't, you know, he either wasn't taking a lot of shots or, or was in a bit of a funk. And then, man, once he found it, I mean, he's one of the, the greatest shooters in college basketball. We knew that. But, I mean, this is... Um, this is pretty remarkable. I mean, like what he did the other night, he he single-handedly, and of course a lot of it's because you got guys getting offensive rebounds, there were some broken plays, there was some beautiful ball movement. But I mean, it's I mean, it's it's pretty amazing, isn't it, Jared, to watch him because those things are like, especially from the corner, those are free throws for him. Where most players, you know, if you if you make thirty-five to forty percent of your threes, you're gonna feel pretty good about things. And this guy, I think he's upset when he doesn't shoot fifty percent from three in a game. Is it? I mean, that's. I, is is that come from just thousands of hours in the gym shooting? How much of that is natural, and how much of that is just extremely hard work? Well, you know, the credit goes to him because he's a gym rat, and I think one thing that he started really, really working on is, you know, he wanted to get back to being a three-level scorer. Um, you know, people started really at times face guarding him and, and, and just trying to limit his touches. Um, so, you know, we, we obviously run good plays for him and, and coach coach and coach Jake has called good sets for him. But to his credit as well, you know, he started getting to the free throw line. He started driving more. And so he, he started kind of diversifying his game a little bit and it's and it's helped him. And obviously, you said it. I mean, he's one of the best three-point shooters, if not the best three-point shooter in the country. I may be biased, but I don't think there's many better than him. But now that he can play off his shot fake, you know, he's a threat to get to the basket. He he scores in different ways. It just makes the game a lot easier for him. All right. Now, what do you do this time of year balancing the need to recruit with being in the middle of, uh, of these games? I mean, y'all are on a heater. I mean, you're getting unbelievable recruits. Jared, I know you love to recruit. It's one of your fortes. Um, how do you kind of balance that? I mean, in, in, I mean in, in a sense, you have even more responsibilities than ever. I know Scott is just constantly in touch with people and that kind of thing. Um, it's a huge part of y'all's program. It, it, it's, uh, I mean, how do you kind of balance that this time of year, knowing that, even though you got these great players coming in, the 2023 Jacoby Walter, Merrill Little, um, I mean, you got to keep adding to it. You know, you right. got to keep getting the next guy. How how many hours a week 
do you do you all like even during season do you devote to recruiting well you know i'm huge i'm a huge relationship guy like i'm huge on relationships so for me a lot of times recruiting isn't really work for me so you know i'll wake up in the morning i'll reach out to certain guys and i'll, I'll tap in with them and maybe reach out to their parents or driving home from a game or driving home for practice I'll, I'll you know give a call see how everything's doing see how they're doing with, you know their last game or you know how school was and for me that stuff is I enjoy that stuff because I'm a relationship person so you know it's it's work but it isn't work because you get a chance to really tap in with them and, and touch base and make sure they're good and just you know crack jokes and make them laugh and they make me laugh and you just have fun with it so I, I really really enjoy recruiting and I think it's a great part of the business and I just love relationships, so it's not work for me. Jared, why why do you think the, the Metroplex is – they've always had great players, but it's kind of gone to a different level. I, I mean, I think you would agree with me on that. Even in this past three or four years, it's just kind of you, – you turn on and it's like, okay, there's the guy. There's Kaysen from Kentucky. There's Ryland from Richardson uh, – or Kaysen from Richardson High School. Of course, Kaysen plays at Kentucky. You all recruited him at one point. I mean, but it's like Keontae from Louisville. Jacoby's coming in from McKinney. Um, even these guys that go off to these academies, a lot of them are Dallas-Fort Worth guys. And, of course, you all have got some great players from the Houston area over the years as well. But specifically the Metroplex, is it the AAU programs? Is it the high school coaches? Like, why, why, is, why are so many unbelievable players coming out of the Dallas-Fort Worth area right now? I definitely think that's it. I think they have really, really good. There's a bunch of really good high school coaches as well as AAU programs. And, you know, when you have such good reputations in from both sides of that, whether it's AAU or high school, uh, you know, kids and, and parents want to be a part of those programs. And so I think it's kind of just been a tradition. It starts to become a tradition. And when you have tradition, kids want to be a part of winning. So um, I think that's a huge part of it. All right, and, uh, boy, I tell you, I mean, think about that. You're getting ready. We're getting closer to the Foster Pavilion. When you go to some of these new places, um, like the University of Texas, the uh, Moody that they have, you go to the smaller-type venue, TCU, that'll be about the size of the Foster Pavilion. And, of course, we still love the Farrell Center. But when you see what it's like for these smaller venues from somewhere in the seven to to you know eight or nine thousand what does that feel like i mean what has that been like to see some of those venues and then to imagine what your new venue is going to be like man i am so excited and looking forward to getting into the pavilion next year you have no idea i'm ready to see my new office i'm ready to get some new furniture um, no, nah, but it's going to be, it's going to be so exciting, man. We, we really, really, I mean, we talk about it at least probably once or twice a week in the office, uh, just how much, how much, how excited we are to be in that new arena. It's going to be electric. Um, you know, it's, it's going to be amazing to get in there. Uh, each time we drive by it, we, we take pictures on, you know, how much further along it came. So. Uh, we're really looking forward to it. We know our fans are looking forward to it. It's going to give give us even more of a of a home court advantage. We feel like um, so it's going to be exciting times next year. Yeah, I bet it resonates with recruits. I mean, you know, to open up a new place, Jacoby and those guys coming in. Um, 
That's going to be a lot of fun. It's got to be fun when you see some of your recruits show up on these top lists, McDonald's All-American. We saw that with Jacoby recently. I mean, obviously, you love the guys. You know, Sohan was not a McDonald's All-American. In fact, I don't even know if he was a true top 50 ESPN player. And then I noticed the other day, and I saw you retweeting that, he's going to be in that Rising Stars game for the Spurs, and he went through a stretch. He got a little banged up here recently, but he went through a stretch, Jared, where he was scoring like 20 a game, 12 rebounds. Um, I bet you guys take a lot of pride when you see something like that happening. Uh, he's an unbelievable kid, unbelievable talent. Um, just the fact that how he approached every game last year when, you know, I mean, he could have easily been a guy that started and played, you know, 30-something minutes a game, but just his ability to be a, uh, a, a team player, to flourish in his role, uh, being able to guard one through five, um, his feel for the game is unbelievable. So, so proud of him. Um, he's an even better person than he is player. So it's just great to see him having the success early like he's having. Yeah. He couldn't make the Baylor starting five, but he did make the Spurs starting five. <laughs> <laughs> Although you all eventually decided, hey, this guy, we may need to – we may need to run some things through Jeremy, and uh, yeah. I uh, that was pretty amazing to watch. All right, just know that as y'all travel tomorrow, I'll be representing you recruiting-wise at a by-district. I won't get too specific, but I'll be at a by-district matchup, perhaps in Baylor gear, watching a 2024 target for the Bears, okay? So I just wanted you All to know right. I'll be doing my part. I appreciate that. Get it done. All right, we'll do it. And, uh, Jared, great to visit with you. And uh, safe travels. And uh, let's uh, let's bring home a win. I mean, there's no reason not to. Absolutely, I agree. I appreciate it, Matt. Second Bears, baby. There he goes. Jared Nunes, uh, Baylor men's assistant basketball coach, joining us. Hit on a lot of different topics there. Some good stuff uh, with uh, Coach Nunes. Man, I love having these assistants on. Of course, I always love having Scott on, but... That's one of the great things about Scott. Over the years, he loves his assistants getting attention and being talked about. And, uh, you know, some coaches, I understand, I don't really fault the coaches that don't do it that way. But I love it, man. I love that Scott has always been like, hey, my guys need to be out there. Jerome Tang became one of my favorite guests. Uh, Coach Jacobs, Coach Brooks had Tweedy on recently. Jared Nunes, really uh, fine young coach for the Bears. As we uh, as we got we get you ready now, this is a uh, this is a big time. I'll tell you what, Aaron, we need to do this real quick. We we do have our Schmaltz's trivia question. I'm watching golf right now, so I'm going to ask a trivia question, a golf question. Who is the only Baylor? Who is the only uh, major champion who played golf at Baylor? Baylor's only player who produced a major championship, all right, won one of golf's majors. You, of course, know the four majors, all of that. And um, pretty easy. It's a pretty easy one uh, because it wasn't that long ago that he won it, and what an incredible win it was. Uh, You can uh, text that answer to 254-662-1660. That's 254 
662-1660. That's the CNC Collision Center text line. And whoever gets this one right, I'll announce it during the dismount. Two free sandwiches to Schmaltz's. Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. What a beautiful sandwich it is. I like the one with the lunch meat. I like the either the either the the artisan bread with the jalapeno bread. Oh, never gets old. Beautiful. Two free sandwiches of Schmaltz's. If you know the answer to that trivia question, the only major golf champion to come from Baylor University. Name that two five four six six two sixteen sixty. First responder wins. All right, dismount is next. ESPN Central Texas is 1660 AM, 92.3 FM, and 100.9 FM. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed lighters, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they'll also come to you for vehicle pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty at CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, at cccollisioncenter.com and on Facebook. Elevate your career with a new job at VersaLift Southwest, a time manufacturing company. VersaLift Southwest occupies a 16-acre state-of-the-art assembly and upfitting facility that develops and builds the world's best aerial lifts, digger derricks, and cable placers right here in Central Texas. They are now hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians. They offer a great benefits package and outstanding starting pay. Drop by their location, 7601 Imperial Drive in Waco to apply. You wouldn't call your doctor, accountant, or mechanic using a 1-800 number, so why your bank? If you have to dial 1-800, you don't know your bank, and your bank doesn't know you. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at SyntechSportsFan.com. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? No, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. Do you have pain or sports injuries that are keeping you on the sidelines? Start a conversation with a specialist at Ascension Medical Group Providence Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Tell us about your activities and your history of pain or a recent injury so together we can create the best care plan for you. We are here with minimally invasive to advanced surgery options, as well as physical therapy, and we treat both kids and adults. Schedule with our specialists today at ascension.org slash Texas Ortho. 
In Cummins Bank wants you to be the first to know about our newest rewards checking account, Mars Rewards. Mars Rewards goes beyond any other debit card-based rewards program by giving you exponential earning potential. We even reward you when your referred friends open a Mars Rewards account and use their debit card. Open your Mars Reward checking account, use your debit card, and get paid. Visit InCommonsBank.com Mars to view complete account requirements and open your free Mars Rewards checking account today. InCommons Bank, member FDIC. Stay close. The Dismount with Matt Mosley is coming up on ESPN Central Texas. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Lines with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Baylor women continue their slide, losing to Kansas State 87-68. It's the first three-game conference slide since 2000-2001 season for the Baylor women. Other games in the Big 12 last night, OU over Texas Tech 84-57, and West Virginia over Kansas 62-60. Dallas Mavericks were upended by the Nuggets last night, 118-109. Mavs are off through the All-Star break. Former NFL coach Ken Wisenhunt has joined Alabama's football staff as a special assistant to Nick Saban. Baylor football has set its annual green and Gold Spring game for Saturday, April 22nd at McLean Stadium. Kickoff time will be set at a later date. The game will air on ESPN+. Round two of the girls' UIL State Tournament tonight. La Vega, Lady Pirates, and Houston Yates in Bryan. 7-15 tip-off. And you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas following the Baylor Coaches Show. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time now for the dismount on the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. On this Matt Mosley Show, and we have to say goodnight. We did get a winner in the uh, much-talked-about um, our Schmaltz's Trivia Question Contest. Two free sandwiches from Schmaltz's. Oh, I love Schmaltz's. And uh, I'm just in the mood for one as we speak. But I've, I've had some great spinach artichoke dip over here at the Baylor Club. We've had a lot of fun. Our winner of the uh, trivia contest from Schmaltz's, we do it every Thursday, Daniel Cope. Daniel Cope, C-O-P-E. Daniel, congratulations. Come collect your sandwiches. We will uh, let you know exactly how to do that. And then as the day... Uh, Kind of comes to a close. I've been watching Tiger. Tiger is through 13 holes. I'm looking right now. I think he they're actually on 14. And Tiger is one over. Um, Jordan Spieth is also one over. The leader in this tournament, seven under. Max Homa, who happens to be from Los Angeles. Everybody have a tremendous evening. Thank you so much to... The Baylor Club. Aaron, good job by you. We will talk to you guys tomorrow at 4 o'clock. Good night, everybody. This is the Modern Media Big 12 Shootaround, a daily look inside Big 12 Conference basketball. Modern Media, your full-service advertising agency. Now, here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Everybody, it's time for a check of Big 12 basketball on today's Modern Media Big 12 Shootaround. Coming up, one game in the Big 12 last night, a top 25 matchup in Ames, won by the home team, the Iowa State Cyclones over TCU. Give you details straight ahead on today's Modern Media Big 12 Shootaround. 
Hey folks, John Morris for the Bruner Auto family. If you're thinking about a Chevrolet, Chrysler, Buick, Dodge, GMC, Jeep, Cadillac, Toyota, or quality pre-owned vehicle, visit BrunerAuto.com. Bruner serves all of Texas with delivery to your location. Now Baylor fans get the Bruner Advantage at no additional cost with every new vehicle purchase. A lifetime powertrain certificate and much, much more. Only at Bruner Auto family at BrunerAuto.com. Your family since 19. 